Hey there, this is Anita from the Wise Woman's Workplace, and I'm here to share with you insights that made the difference in my journey from administrative assistant to executive director and beyond. Over the years, I've collected lessons learned on how to become a sought-after employee, and I want you to know them too, so that you are finally valued for your real contribution at your workplace. So, let's get started. Hi, this is Anita Bellitz from the Wise Woman's Workplace. Today's episode is for you if you're in a job that you want to change, and I'll tell you why I think it may be important to hurry up and stay put, even if you'd like to get out immediately. In episode 13, I talked about some of the more subtle signs of wanting to leave your job. If you identified yourself in some of those subtle or not so subtle signs indicating that you want to change your job, did you notice that you're thinking about it more and more often? It's like that, isn't it? You may want to tell yourself not to fixate on the fact that it's time to move on, and now the thought is center stage. And to be honest, I'm afraid it may only get worse from here. Every time your boss acts unkind, any time you need to do what you consider is only busy work, every time you feel out of place with colleagues, during late nights, too early mornings, looking at your endless list of mind-numbing tasks, you'll be reminded that you want to go. And so, the obvious question that comes up is, how fast can I get out of here? And your situation may be quite unbearable. And I'm truly sorry if that is your situation, as I know it can be very hard on the morale. Or maybe your situation is just annoying and frustrating. Either way, what I'm going to say next will likely not come as music to your ears, I'm afraid. At least not good music but I hope it isn't too bad. What most people find is that haste makes waste. And so if you're in a job that isn't causing you to become sick and it's still bearable, it's likely best to stay put for the moment. Why? Well, like any good and successful plan, your exit plan must be carefully thought out and this will take some time. Depending on when your last job change was, if you wanna make a significant career change or whatever your next move is, this will require time. I know a woman who says, there's no such thing as luck unless luck is defined as being well-prepared when the right opportunity comes along. And I think she's right. If you want to make a move to a better situation, then it's worthwhile to prepare your next steps carefully in what I would call the pre-on-the-market period, especially if you haven't been on the market in a while, as these steps can be consequential for the success of your next move. During this period, in particular, you're going to want to do the following. So first, you need to get your file ready. For example, you'll need to update your CV or resume, depending on where you are in the world, especially if it has been a while since you've been on the market. And if it has really been a while, You should check out what current formats the recruiters are interested in. Get out copies of your diplomas, any work certificates or letters of recommendation, anything that can help your application file to shine. Doing this in a professional manner means you take the time necessary to put your best file forward. Second, you'll need to build up your network before it's time that you need someone's support. Reconnect with past bosses and colleagues not only to be able to ask for recommendations eventually, but also for potential connections when it's the right time. Clearly, genuinely reconnecting is much better than popping out of the blue 
and asking someone for favors. Third, this is also a moment to influence the way you're perceived in your current job before you make your move. Beware, though, that big changes can draw attention to the fact that you're thinking of moving elsewhere if you're concerned about that. And if you aren't actively looking elsewhere at the moment and somebody asks you, you can always answer in honesty that you're just trying to do your best at work. Fourth, if you are very conscientious, you will maybe feel the need to prepare things before you leave. And I would encourage you to start doing this discreetly, but before you're on the market. As soon as you're on the market, you will need to put your focus elsewhere. Also, consider that this step may help you get clarity when updating your files to be clear on what have been your successes, what your hard and soft skills are, and things like what you specifically like and dislike in your job that you would like to keep in mind for the next time around. Finally, start perusing open job positions as an opportunity to see how the market's moving. If there are a lot of posted positions, or maybe if your field is one in which recruiting happens more behind the scenes, this is important to know. And listen to your own signals when reading those postings. What attracts you? What repels you? And why? Now, you will still be with your employer while doing this, so it's important to keep a high level of integrity at your work. Don't double dip, as in using company time for your own purposes. You probably know what's right or wrong in your own work environment, and you should honor that. You want to make sure that you leave on good terms, so make some guidelines for yourself about how you're going to go about doing this. For example, lunch and coffee breaks are your own to do what you want, and you would be surprised how much you can get done in a short period of time if you're really deliberate about what you need to do. Be that brainstorming, what your experience gained has been, browsing open positions on your smartphone, not on the company computer, or maybe going for walks and practicing in your mind how you would describe your job, why you're changing, or that kind of information, for instance. When it comes to networking, if past bosses and colleagues are in your current field of work, it's generally acceptable to have short meetings or coffee breaks together as long as there is at least one element of the discussion that you can bring back to your current work. That way, if anyone asks you about it, you can easily explain what the meeting was about and you'll have the benefit of the renewed connection and forgetting the feeling of, you know, if your relationship is still as strong as in the past. Now, if you haven't listened to the episodes on mentoring, that's 8, 9, and 10, you may want to do so and see how these relationships can be really beneficial for you. Now, you may be asking yourself, why should I wait? I want to get out now. And I understand what it can be like to be in a job that feels like a prison. But most people can't afford to quit their job immediately. And even if you can, once you're out of the workplace, it is so much harder to keep up your current contacts. In your current job, you know what is expected of you, who you can count on, and who you can't. You've already proven yourself you'll be better able to focus on getting yourself ready for the next move than if you're in a new job trying to prove yourself there. There can be exhilaration that comes along with changing a job. I get it. New company, new team, new ways of working, hopefully some new experiences too. There's probably some apprehension too though, like new company, new team, new ways of working, new experiences. 
it's all part of the package, but it can also be really nerve wracking. So if you're tempted to change right away, just ask yourself if this new job is really your dream job. And if you're thinking that you're ready to strike out on your own and start your own business, great. It can be a really rewarding adventure, but it also takes time to get things ready. I'll have a future episode on this topic if I hear from you that you're interested in in becoming an entrepreneur. But just to say, the points above are still relevant. You'll likely need your network more than ever, know who you are, what makes you credible. You'll have to have time to get the foundations of your business set up, an idea of the rhythm of the market, and of course, to leave things on solid footing and good terms with your current employer. So if you're ready to start the process of moving on to your next job or starting your own business, make sure to have in mind that you need to update your CV or resume, reinforce or reactivate your network, influence the way you're perceived at work if you can, get your things in order at work so that when the time comes, you can move quickly and start having a look around in the market to get a feel for things. Changing your job can be a really great thing, but the process is usually a marathon rather than a sprint, especially if you want to make sure that the next job is a really good fit for you. So what to do now? Well, I invite you to keep listening to the podcast as I will likely touch on these topics again in the future and start getting yourself ready for your next move. As always, if you really want a career in life which makes you happy, Please be very mindful of what you're doing and to be consistently deliberate. Make sure you're always looking after yourself, including in your career. And don't just survive. Take those steps to thrive. I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Until next time, may you be healthy, wealthy, and wise. That's it for today's show. But if you like what you're hearing, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast or sign up directly on my website, www.wisewomensworkplace.com to receive automatic notification when a new episode comes out or to submit a question or suggestion for a topic that you want to hear about. I love sharing these tips on how to become a sought-after employee and to hear how it's making a difference in your lives. So thank you so much for listening. There are many more helpful tips on the way. Until next time, take care of yourself and be wise.